Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can create an amazing business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. I hope that you are having a wonderful day so far. Wherever you're listening, I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Now, this is a solo episode. It is just me talking with you. So get comfortable. We're going we're gonna to go deep today. And to all of my fellow Aussies, if you are in lockdown, I just want to say I'm sending you a huge, huge hug, um, a COVID-friendly mask wearing QR coded hug (laughs) but really anyone who's in New South Wales Victoria wherever else is locked down I'm sending you a lot of love I hope that you're staying well and staying safe and we're all in this weird weird thing together and hey how good is it going to be the day that we can fly to Europe and have a European summer I feel like all of us just road trip road trip (laughs) what uh, Kentucky tour. All of the My Business Playbook listeners, we're all going on a Kentucky tour, and we're we're doing uh, we're doing it. It's going to be great. The year twenty twenty five. Oh my gosh, it's so depressing because it's it doesn't feel true, but a little bit true. Anyway, I hope that this brings you a little bit of sunshine and love today because I am going to be sharing about how to charge for value instead of time. Now, I have a lot of people contact me and a lot of friends talk to me actually about how do I move from charging an hourly rate to actually charging what I'm worth? And I don't know about you, but I have done projects before where I have worked out the hourly rate backwards and gone, oh my gosh, I got paid like $10 an hour. By the time you take out tax, super, like even like what's super, you know, by the time you take out all of those things, you're like, that's like 10 bucks an hour. Like I could be, what even? This shouldn't even be legal. Anyway, if you've done that and if you're like, oh my gosh, I have done that and I've worked out and it's so sad when you work out the maths of it and you're like, this was a bad call and there's no one else to blame but myself. That's really sad. So what we want to do is we want to move you from charging for your time, charging for your hours to actually charging for value. And it's Jim Ron who says, you don't get paid for the hour, you get paid for the value you bring to the hour. You get paid for the value you bring to the hour. So in order for us to charge for value instead of time as service providers, we actually need to think about, okay, well, what value am I bringing? And and we need to be thinking about, okay, how do I even quantify that? And so we're going to walk through this. I've got four key points I wanted to share with you today. So this is going to be short, sharp, punchy for you. Now, the reason this kind of came up for me again is because I had someone, I had a guy recently contact me and say, hey, I'm super interested in a marketing strategy. Now, our marketing strategies are kind of where we do a deep dive into someone's business. We then pull together a plan for their social media, their website, their email marketing, their Facebook ads, messaging, ideal customer, the whole thing. It's a really comprehensive strategy. 
And we only work with a small amount of people because we really want to keep it customized and bespoke. And and we still want to keep this one-on-one element in our business, even though we do a bunch of, you know, courses and other things. So I had someone contact me and he was like, great, I'm really keen for the strategy. He knew the price. He was like, great, awesome, I'm keen. And then he came back to me and he said, can you just please give me a breakdown of the hours that you're going to spend and, and kind of break it down into the different sections of the strategy, which for me is always a little bit like, okay, uh, this is, it's good for me to know because, you know, this guy's asking me and I'm kind of like, okay, cool. It's good to know that there's somewhere along the line, I maybe haven't communicated the value enough. So at the end of the day, I have to take responsibility for my value. It's your responsibility to take on your value, right? So you need to define what your value is and then you need to communicate it. So it's not enough to just say, I'm worth $1 million. Like you have to actually define your value and communicate it. And communicating it means backing it up by saying, yes, I am. I, this is what we do. This is how much I charge. And here's why. And it doesn't have to be, hey, well, I have this many bills, <laughs> like step into my zero account here. I've got this many bills. I need to pay super. I, you know, spent this much on a degree. It's not that. It's actually talking about, hey, well, I've helped this many people. I've, I've assisted in this way for other people like you to get a result. My value isn't determined by the time I spend with you. It's actually for the time I've spent developing this skill set that I'm bringing to you now right? So, when you're fresh in your business and you're like, I don't have any experience, that's when you don't have to charge as much. Like, that's when you're really trying to kind of cut your teeth on on projects that you're not charging as much for. And so, when when I started, I was literally doing contra for brunch. I was like taking photos, managing social media, writing captions, managing a website, literally for brunch. And that was, that was what I did to kind of cut my teeth in this and, and figure it out. And so that, you know, you have to work up to like charging, charging what you really believe you're worth. So I've really got four key points. And, and to end the story of the guy, he ended up, I, I came back to him and I was like, hey, we don't, we don't do an hourly rate. We charge for the value that we provide. And this process that we have this framework that we have, we've, we have perfected this over years and years. And so what you are getting access to is us thinking about your business for a whole day. (laughs) And so we're thinking about your business for more than a day, actually. We're thinking about your business for a long time. And we're thinking about your business strategically. And we're, we're actually creating this roadmap for you to follow for your business. That's going to stop you from spending money on things that won't work. So it's really a demonstrating and communicating the value back to the back to those people that when they ask the question, well, you know, what's your hourly rate? That's when you can say, hey, I don't charge for the hour. This is what I do instead. And so it's about communication. It's about defining your value and then communicating your value. So I've really got four points I want to share with you. When it comes to shifting your mindset from, okay, if I do, let's say you're a graphic designer and you do branding, say you were like, okay, cool, it's going to take me 20 hours to do someone's complete branding with the revisions, the other stuff, 
whatever else happens, concepting, whatever. Let's say it takes you 20 hours, but as you get better at branding, you get faster. So then, you know, eventually you can do it in 15 hours and then maybe you can do it in 10 hours. And then you start to realize I'm actually, I'm taxing myself and I'm kind of stitching myself up because I'm better and faster now. So you can see that we need to switch into, okay, well, no, I I actually need to start charging for value now. So here's my first point. Don't just know your worth, assign yourself worth. When people say, know your worth, then add tax or whatever, I cringe a little because I know that for so many people, that's easier said than done. And if you don't know your worth, it's really difficult to charge for value. It's really difficult to know what to charge. But then like, if we take it a step back, how do we actually define our worth? How do we actually go, okay, this is what I'm worth in the market. This is what my skill is worth in the market. This is what my service does, or this is the problem that I solve. And if we think about it, I think for a lot of us, we're probably our own harshest critic, right? So a lot of the time when we're doing this exercise of trying to assign ourselves a kind of dollar amount on our value in a business sense, I think a lot of the time our perception of our own worth, of our own skills, of our own value that we bring, a lot of the time I think that it's lower than our actual market value. And so I found recently, actually, I I did a messaging session with a client and we charged way more than we normally, like than we've ever charged for that product before and for that service. And I loved the process and I really enjoyed working with them and they were stoked. They were so, so happy with, with the end product and it was awesome. But the thing was they were the right fit for that service. It was more expensive than any of our other services, but they were the right fit for that. So they loved it. And they, once you kind of start working with people who perceive your value and go, yes, this, is, this was such a good investment, then you can start to get more confident with assigning yourself value. Does that make sense? So once you actually get a few runs on the board working with people at your, at your pricing that you've set, then you can really start to get more confident with putting that out there and saying, yes, I know I'm actually going to attract the right people with my pricing as well. So what you need to do is you need to make a conscious decision that you are worth X amount, that your service is worth X amount and then you need to just put it out there. See how the market responds. It's all about testing. We found some pricing has worked better than others to do with numbers and things, like the actual, the way numbers make people feel, like there's a lot to look into in the psychology of numbers. We found some things have worked better than others and it's totally okay. One time we put our prices up for one product that we had and it didn't do very well. So we put it right back down. And so when it comes to thinking about, okay, what is, what is the amount I want to charge for my services? You need to remember that you have a skill set, you have a talent and a gift. And while you, you might think, oh, it's nothing, it's easy, it really comes naturally to me. It's really not easy for your customer and they want to pay for you to help them to solve their problem. So remember, when we're thinking about value, we're thinking we have to go a step deeper and go, what is the problem that I'm solving? And how much is this problem holding someone back? How much is this problem costing this person? That's where you can start to get real, really clear on what you're going to charge to solve that problem for them. 
Now, I would just want to say this. You need to make an internal change before you can make an external change when it comes to pricing. So before you go and change your prices and, you know, double everything or whatever, you actually need to decide within yourself, what do I feel comfortable charging? What do I feel comfortable having my customers pay for my service or my product or whatever it is? You need to start there. So the first point, don't just know your worth, assign yourself worth. And then it means that when people come in and they try to maybe try to barter with you, you can just be like, hey, no, that's not like I've assigned myself uh, a value here and I know that I'm worth that. And I also know that people in the market believe it too because other people have bought it and loved it, right? So second point, if people aren't paying enough, they won't pay attention. This is so true. I have found, and I know that people say this all the time, the customers who are paying the least, they they are the squeaky wheel, my friend. Like they can, they can take a lot of your headspace and a lot of your time. And so what I find is the customers who are paying more aren't going to send you random texts going, hey, how do I log into this thing? And it's like, hey, have you heard of this great program? It's called Google. Figure it out. <laughs> you know? So if people aren't paying enough, they won't pay attention. People ignore valuable insights when they're free. So we really need to make sure that what we're position, how we're positioning our brand and how we're positioning our business in the market is that we are providing value. We're not a commodity. We're in a value market. That's really where we want to sit. And part of the mindset for you needs to be, if people aren't paying enough, they're not going to listen to what I'm saying. So if you feel like you're giving away a lot of content for free on social media, on emails, whatever, you need to bring it back to this idea. These people aren't, if, if they aren't paying enough, they won't pay attention. People ignore valuable insights when they're free. And let me give you an example. I was going to a gym and by going, I mean, I was paying. I wasn't going. I think I went a total of three times. Money was coming out of my account every single week. And I think, yeah, I, I actually think I went a total of three times. And so I think it was like 15 bucks a week. So it was really, really cheap and just around the corner from my house. And then I started going to F45 and this changing to F45, it was over four times more expensive. So I realized if I didn't go four times a week or three times a week, it would pretty much be like I'm donating money, right? (laughs) And so if you think about it, if you spend $15 a week on a gym membership, how likely are you to actually go? Whereas if you spend $70 a week for a gym membership, you'll go way more. And that, that was the case for me. All of a sudden I was going four times a week because I, and, and then I got kind of hooked on it and I could like figure out how to do a push up eventually. But what happened was because I was financially invested, I was more invested in the service. I was more invested in what I was actually paying for because I was paying more than I'd ever paid before to go to a gym. So what we've got to think about when your customer invests their money, they are more invested in the process and in the outcome. So we need to shift our thinking. If they aren't paying enough for your product or service, they aren't as likely to get the result that they're looking for. So we really need to shift our thinking. 
it's not just about, hey, like you're kind of getting money from this person. You're taking money from this person. It's actually like, no, this person is trusting me to help solve some problem that they have and they're willing to invest the money. And they want to invest the money so that they do pay attention. If I went to if I went and saw a PT and it was 90 bucks or 100 bucks a session and they didn't get annoyed at me when I showed up late, I would feel like this is a crap service. <laughs> like if they didn't get annoyed at me when I just didn't show up, I would be like, "Hey, that's what I'm paying you for. Like I'm paying you for accountability. I expect accountability. I expect more. And actually, so we need to think about it this way as service providers and as businesses, we need to charge accordingly. We need to charge accordingly and people expect you to charge accordingly, right? So second point is if people aren't paying enough, they won't pay attention. So point number three, make it about the result not the time spent. So when you're kind of having this conversation internally of how do I charge for value instead of for time? How do I actually move away from this commodity space into this value space? We need to think about how much the problem, the problem that your service or your product or your business solves, how much is this problem costing your customer? If you're a naturopath or a health coach, how much of this is this health concern affecting your customer? What is at stake if they don't solve the problem? How much time are you saving your client or customer? It doesn't have to always be about the dollar figure, by the way. It can be about how much time or how much quality of life they're getting back, or it can be about how they feel, or maybe they want to get more education or more status. Like it, There are a lot of things, reasons that people buy things. So it could be that you're saving them 10 hours a week or you're taking it off their hands so they don't even have to think about it. And that's worth a lot to a busy person, right? So again, this comes back to clearly articulating the problem that you solve and how your service or your product is going to positively impact the customer. What is the result of your service? So if you want to demonstrate the value You've got to connect with the problem that you're solving and the result that you're giving. You're selling a result. You're not selling the time that you spend to get the result, right? So think about when someone builds a house. You're selling a finished product of a beautiful home. We're not talking about the time that is spent. Yes, there are considerations, but that's not what someone's paying for. So we need to think about what is the end result and, and how does my expertise help them to get the result that they couldn't get without me? And a lot of the time, uh, especially in this knowledge expert space, a lot of the time people can find out a lot of stuff on their own, right? Like you can research a bunch of stuff. At the end of the day, like maybe your service or maybe your product or your digital course or whatever it is, maybe it's that you're saving them time and the headache of trying to piece all their different information together. If you're giving them a system, that makes it so much easier for them. So we've got to think about the busy people that we serve. They don't want to piece all that stuff together. They just want someone to handle it for them. So that's number three. Make it about the result, not the time spent. And final point, point number four, experiment with pricing. You need to test your pricing. So before you go all out and kind of double your prices after listening to this episode and maybe you're like, great, 
Laura's told me I can double everything. I'm not saying that at all. (laughs) You need to actually test your pricing. So you need to ask your ideal customer, hey, what would you be willing to pay for this particular product or this particular service? And what would, what would you need to know in order to pay that? So you need to do some, do some research on your customer. You need to test your pricing. And this also comes down to finding the sweet spot of the number that people like. Uh, there's a lot of, I said it before, about the psychology of numbers. People like the number seven. So <laughs> it's weird, nines and sevens. So if you can try to kind of get some of that psychology in there as well, it's really helpful. So test your pricing, experiment with it. And one more thing I want to say on this is when you're experimenting with your pricing, try not to listen to your friends or family too much on this front, unless they run businesses. Because sometimes the people who are most familiar with you can kind of be like, wow, like that's what you're charging. Like that's, that's expensive, crazy. But a lot of the time they don't know what people in the market are charging for these types of things. They might not kind of know, oh, hey, like you actually kind of need to charge this much to even be taken seriously. So I would just say when it comes to testing your pricing, make sure you talk to people who are believable in that space. So make sure you talk to people who have either run their own business or they're your ideal client. Try to avoid talking to people who aren't your ideal client. So it's really important that we kind of protect that space so you don't get freaked out and think, oh my gosh, I need to, like, what am I doing? So really important to experiment with your pricing and to research your ideal customer and to ask them the question, what would you need to know in order to hit buy on this? What would you need to know to purchase this product or service? That's really important to know. So four key points for today. Don't just know your worth, assign yourself worth. Second point, if people aren't paying enough, they won't pay attention. And third point, make it about the result, not the time spent. And finally, experiment with your pricing. Really important. A really great book to read on this. If you want to kind of learn more about pricing and and how to charge for value, Chillpreneur by Denise Duffield Thomas has been so helpful for me. And I'm going to pop a link to that in the show notes. So definitely check out that book. It's incredible. She she has so many helpful tips and tricks on how to actually start. If you have issues around money mindset, she is someone definitely I encourage you to follow. But that book is so practical and helpful as well. Now, I hope that that gives you a little pep talk today. So it's really important that you can move into charging for value instead of time. I hope that you feel encouraged and inspired to start to really think about the problem that you solve and the result that you bring and how you can appropriately charge for what that is worth. So it's really, really powerful when we can get this right. And I got to tell you, it's a work in progress at all times. I'm constantly trying to figure out our sweet spot with pricing and and the types of clients we want to attract for each product. So it's really, it is a work in progress. And I just want to encourage you, if you find any of this helpful, send me a message or if you have any questions, send me a message because I'd love to chat with you. Probably Instagram is best, but I want to remind you, final thing, I'm just going to share that quote one more time. You don't get paid for the hour. You get paid for the value you bring to the hour. All right, my friend, 
I'm so excited to see what you come up with. Remember that it's a journey and that it's okay to take your time with it. Go get them. Go get them.